0: hump day i'm david solomon i'm flying solo yet again but i want to welcome you to the rant network which is normally a podcast brought to you by myself david solomon and Stuart brisgall he's away for the next couple of weeks this podcast is you know really all about you bringing you unfiltered and uncensored conversations we go unedited we go live we don't touch a thing whatever comes out of our mouth that's how we express ourselves on a wide range of topics. This podcast is dedicated to giving you the platform to express your opinions, share your thoughts, experiences, and ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives and honest opinions. Listen, join me today as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. And today we're going to be talking about crime. From rants about the absurdity in modern life to discussions about the deeper issues that affect our society, like I said, crime. This, Rob, this podcast, The Red Network, has you covered. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this journey of discovery and exploration. So, you know, on Monday, if you, in case you missed the podcast, I want to thank Lisa Albert, who joined me. And we talked a bit about the first half of our very extended, like it was a good half hour podcast. We talked about criminals, a murder A 40-year-old murder that still resonates, that still impacts us here in Canada. Um, It was was a rapist and a murderer, him and his fiancée. They went to jail. And if you didn't catch that podcast, please do. Go to our, right now to our Apple podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, go to our website. It's there. But that's not what I want to talk about. I don't want to go back to Paul Bernardo. I want to talk about, should mayors be really worried? That's right, mayors, because crime is in the United States, and we're starting to see it trickling a little bit in places like Toronto, Vancouver, even to a certain extent Montreal, that crime is starting to become a serious, serious problem. Now, if you listen to the news, a lot of the focus is on San Francisco, which I'll get back to, but if you want to know that... If you look at the list of cities with the highest crime rates per 100,000 people, all right, per 100,000, you got Albuquerque, New Mexico at 8,700 total. That includes murders, non-negligent and manslaughter, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, burglary, larceny theft, motor vehicle theft, arson, right? So we're talking about seriously frightening events to the general population. Albuquerque, New Mexico, number one. Memphis, Tennessee, number two, with 8,300. St. Louis, Missouri, at 8,200. Spokane, Washington, at 7,900. Oakland, California, at 7,300. Baltimore, Maryland, at 7,000. San Francisco, at 6,900. Detroit, Michigan, at 6,700. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 6,700. Anchorage, Alaska, 6,600. Those are your top ten. Now, Imagine if you—I got to get to number nineteen before I get under six thousand crimes per hundred thousand. That's six for every one hundred. At six percent of the population, well, there will be some crime. That's frightening. But what is the, What are the? What are the politicians saying? Right? There's no problem. Joe Biden is on the campaign trail. He went to Seattle. Did he go to the crime-ridden part of Seattle? Nope. He went outside where he could go to the high rollers and raise money. He's currently in the San Francisco area doing the exact same thing. He isn't going to check out where the homeless live, where the drugs are, where the crime is. He doesn't want to take a picture with shuttered stores. No, no, no. He wants to go to the places where he can raise the money, and there's no crime, and there's no problem. In fact, the man had the gall and the audacity to say that MAGA Republicans are responsible for undoing his two and a half years of work to make the economy better. When the economy is good, crime isn't that terrible. But the economy has been crap these last two and a half years. Inflation, through the roof. Homelessness, up. Crime, up. We've defunded the police. Cities have gone on. The Democrats have supported the notion of defunding the police to the extent that most of the cities I listed right now are Democratic-run cities who insisted, right, insisted, I'm defunding the police. Minneapolis, Minnesota, where this whole thing started with George Floyd, 22nd in the country, at 5,800 incidents of crime for every 100,000 people. Imagine, 5,800 ranked 22. There are 20 more more dangerous cities, including Seattle, Orlando, Florida, Portland, Oregon, Cleveland, Ohio, These cities, Democratic-run cities, they are saying there's no crime problem. They were the ones who pushed for the defunding the police. So why am I saying should mayors be afraid? Well, let's take the city of San Francisco, for example. The city of San Francisco is now become the, how do I call it, oh, the model, the litmus test of everything that could go wrong with the city. If you think about what has happened to the the downtown core of San Francisco, the downtown core, the city has lost half of its stores since COVID. 95 have shuttered, 12 have, new ones have replaced them, but others are announcing more and more closures. Downtown San Francisco is scary. Out of 203 retailers opened in 2019, according to the Daily Mail. In Union Square area, just 107 are still operating. 47% in just a few pandemic ravaged years. Yes, the pandemic hit, absolutely. But add crime on top of that, and that just accelerated a closure. Among them, Brooks Brothers, Ray Ban, Christian Louboutin, Lululemon, Marmut. and on and on and on they go. Whole Foods announced it's closing its locations. Office Depot has left. More and more of these stores are leaving. If not, What you have to do, if you walk into a Target, the merchandise is behind glass. This isn't safe. And what these business owners are saying, and by the way, hotels and other businesses are closing up, because they can't guarantee their employee safety. San Francisco, a city I visited in 1983. And I got to tell you, 40 years ago when I visited that city, I fell in love with it. Fisherman's Wharf, Pier 39, Girardelli, Lombard Street. It was a beautiful city. Yeah, sure, at the time, 40 years ago, my father and I were walking the street, and that was the first time I talked to a prostitute or tried to offer me services. But (laughs) that was normal for a big city. Not today. Not when you see the level of the homeless. Not when you see the level of the of the crimes, not when you see the level of sheer awfulness. I guess is the word. So why should mayors be afraid? Well, let's put it this way: Old Navy, Saks Fifth Off Fifth, Amazon Go, Whole Foods, Office Depot, Nordstrom. Uh, Banana Republic, Creighton and Barrel, Abercrombie and Finch, Disney, Uniqlo, Marshalls, H&M. When stores like that close in the downtown core, which are anchors, which bring people to the downtown core, what are you doing? Now, you can argue, sure, they have them in the suburbs, but these stores tend to be flagship stores. They tend to be unique. They tend to attract people, especially there are many who do live in the downtown core. But... You can't protect your customers. You can't protect your employees. What do you do? Vacancy rates, pardon me, in San Francisco's office building are now at a new record high. Now, yes, it is a lot has to do with the remote working community now today. The pandemic has changed that. But... People don't want to come downtown in San Francisco. It's too scary. So, why should mayors be afraid? It's simple. This is going to happen in your city. The politics, the divisive politics that continues to be prevalent in the US, in Canada, and Toronto is about to have a mayoralty election, and we've seen it in other cities. A lot of beautiful promises. A lot of shoveling of bullshit to the community to get elected. But what they're doing is pandering. The mayor of Montreal, for example, pandered to climatologists to say we should turn downtown Montreal into a pedestrian-only area. That will destroy downtown. But that's not crime. But when you're in the city in U.S. cities like Chicago, like Detroit, like San Francisco, all these cities, these Democrat-run cities who continue to talk about, no, 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 we don't have a problem. I will protect you. Would you go visit these cities? Would you step foot in a, in a Baltimore, in a Spokane? I won't want, I don't want to go to San Francisco anymore. I love that city. I won't go there. Seattle? I won't go there. When I was in D.C. a few months ago, you felt it. You saw, you felt that crime. And people are genuinely afraid. Big cities tend to have crime. There's no doubt about it. But without the right law enforcement, crime's going to be spending out of control without the right mindset to putting it you know your your citizens in a place of comfort security safety call it what you want if you're not willing to do that then you know what mr mayor mrs mayor or ms mayor you're in trouble your city's in trouble now a lot of politicians like to say i'm going to do it for me and i don't care what tomorrow brings A lot of politicians love to do that because, you know, they love ribbon-cutting ceremonies and they love all these beautiful things. But don't ask me to worry about what's going to happen in 20 years from now. I won't be here. Those days are long gone. But you as a voter need to worry about what's going to happen in the next 5, 10 years. And you have to ask yourself, is that mayor? Is that city council? Do they really care about me? Or do they care about their own po- their, their own politics? We saw this, folks. We've seen this in other cities where city councils are playing politics. But your life is at risk. So here's my message to you, folks. If you have an election coming up very soon, it's time for you today to vote down those that are going to hurt you. San Francisco needs a major change today, like in the biggest way possible. And if San Franciscans aren't ready to make the change, then guess what? We are, you're done. Your city will be gone and you might as well close the Golden Gate Bridge. You might as well all move out because that's what's going to happen. Crime will destroy. And if politicians can get off their sorry, stupid ass and stop talking about You know, these Democratic tropes do it. Lori Lightfoot, the former mayor of Chicago, said, boy, oh, boy, she was was tougher on crime, but her politics wouldn't permit her to do so. And she's out of office. What's tomorrow going to bring? Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Rant Network. We hope you enjoyed this conversation, gained some valuable insight. We all appreciate your support and hope you'll join us again next time for more thought-provoking conversations every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon, Eastern. In the meantime, as I said, follow us on social media, check out our new website, check out the new website, catch the older episodes. In the meantime, we're interested in hearing from you. Share us, like us, tell everybody about us, this uncensored, unfiltered conversation. We look forward to seeing you on Friday. Have yourself a wonderful rest of the week.